at SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. And certainly check out the podcast that we'll have uh, regarding that fascinating big hitter with Professor Raymond Sutner uh, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, safm.coza. You'll find it together with the discussion with Sam Sol and Chair Thomas around state-owned enterprises and corruption safe and what that means. Uh, You'll find it. Let's get into innovative thinking now. You know this every night from just after 9.30 onwards for 10 minutes. We speak about just that either products that are innovative um, or, or thinking that's innovative because, goodness, there's a massive need. For me to encourage you and you to encourage me and us to encourage everybody else to find innovative ways to ensure that we have solutions to our country. Otherwise, we're simply going to wait for someone else to come up with ideas. So, Angelique Duterte will help us with some answers. She's an author, speaker, and uh, and a brand ambassador for Anique as well. Angelique, appreciate your time. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. So nice to talk with you again. Thank you. It's been it's been a while. Absolutely. So we thought we'll pick your brain around, you know, some thoughts around uh, uh, innovative thinking that that can provide solutions to not just your personal life, but maybe, but certainly, certainly to our country as well. What what, what can you tell us about that? Well, you know, Ashraf, if we look at that word innovative, it means being ahead of the times or sort of being proactive. But I think sometimes we forget about the richness of the fundamentals that are imperative to our well-being. And, you know, if the individual is having a sense or living with a sense of well-being, that flows over into the community, then into the city, into the nation, ultimately. And so I really think that it's time for us to get back to who are we, what are we capable of, why do we become so quick to anger in our nation, and I guess not only in our nation, but around the world, because we're seeing, you know, that just you flick on a, a news broadcast and you can see that the world is definitely off its axis and uh, it's going to take a different way of thinking to bring it back on. And, and I think in the times that we've discussed um, certain issues before, I've always held the absolute fundamental belief that internal transformation is the key to having external impact. Well, well, there you are. It's, it's a good point to make internal transformation the yes. key to external impact. You need to tweet about that just now as well. So, so here you are. There are problems at, at national level in our country, in the regions. There are problems in, in many other countries in the world. We can think about 20. But you're saying ultimately you need to internalize what you can do. So, so give us some thoughts about how we go about doing just that. Well, you know, I just spoke recently at a leadership event and, you know, there were some very influential people in the in the room. And the one thing that really got the round of applause was that the only way we're going to make change is one person at a time. And if every individual, every human being would just do their part to make a difference. And, you know, it doesn't have to be some cataclysmic thing that we do, but, you know, just an act of kindness, just touching a life in a new way, in a fresh way, just treating people as human beings. I think we have forgotten in this world of technology that we're not digital beings, we're human beings. And somebody sent me a beautiful note the other day, and they said, you know, um, we talk about so much in the modern day, but we forget that there is so much richness in ancient wisdom. And she said, the truth is, happiness is the new rich, and inner peace is the new success, and indeed, Health is the new wealth, and kindness is the new cool. And I wonder what would happen in our organizations, Ashraf, if we went in with a different mindset every day. We know that the bottom line is important. We know that making profit is important. We know that building strong, robust companies is vital to our economy. But who are the people that are building those? Mm -hmm. And are we forgetting them? 
the people that we're leading, the people that we're interacting with every single day. And I just believe as a nation, if we could start harnessing our energy for good, you know, we've got so much talent in this country of ours. We've got people that are just oozing with ability and skill, and yet somehow it gets lost in the mixed emotions and the angry outbursts and the misunderstandings. And I believe as leaders, because all of us are leaders in one way or another, if we could take to heart that beautiful proverb that says, let's all be quick to listen, slow to speak, mm. and let anger struggle far But, but here's the thought. You get the example of companies. So th- there's a good chance 90% of the people that are listening um, work for other companies or organizations, and the other 10% run organizations that they themselves have started. So either way, all of us are part of... Um, sort of an organic grouping of people coming together. Now, now, who should lead this this internal change debate? Should it be the individual going to the leader of the company, or should it be the the company themselves coming down? And what happens if the company doesn't instigate this leadership change? Well, you know, I think there's enough evidence of of what is happening with people who don't, um, you know, really start that leadership change. But as you and I both well know, um, Ashraf, you, you do it on radio, that leadership is influence. And we are put in a position of influence when we are given um, that very, very uh, powerful role of leadership because you are leading people toward a destination, toward a new thinking, a way of thinking, and to reframing and reshaping the way people are thinking. You know, if we've got people coming into the organization every day and they hate what they do, those productivity levels are not going to be there. So how does the leader create an environment that says, I recognize not only your skills and your ability, but I recognize you as a human being? I think if more people could wake up in the morning, get to, to work, and love what they do, love the environment that they're in, as opposed to going to work every day, hating what they do, looking at the clock, becoming unproductive, and then, of course, Uh, speaking about what they hate, and we know that your words create your world. So, uh, you know, for me, a leader, if they could really begin to create a culture to say, we're all in this together, how can we do things differently? How can we recognize each other? How can we build each other up? You started your program by saying, we know we need to motivate and inspire each other. And that is the role of the leader. And you see, for me, leadership is not about having the title or the corner mm, office. Mm, it's about influencing one person at a time. If you're in my organization, I want to make you feel such a part of what it so, is. So doing. what happens if there's, there's nothing of change in an organization, uh, and, I'm, and I know that the organization can fail, and that's one thing, and there are many that do just that, but I, I'm now looking at, at the individual, the individual who's there to say, well, even if the organization fails, I don't want to fail, because clearly they have their own goals, right? W- what does the person then do in, in a situation like that? Well, you know, Adele Carnegie ran an amazing uh, research some time back, and uh, they approached some Fortune 500 companies, and they said, you know, what do you believe your people are looking for in an organization? And the CEOs were saying, you know, well, they want great salaries, and, you know, they want to be with a great company. And it was so interesting when they went to the individuals, the staff members, and said, what are you looking for in an organization? They said, I want to be recognized way and beyond just my skills. I want to be recognized as a human being. I want to be appreciated. And, I mean, it was revolutionary research. Um, And so, you know, people, I believe, who don't find that in an organization do become disgruntled. And I think the companies of the future are going to be people who get back to the people factor. 
It's going to be those organizations who can really recognize that the people that are working with them are not working for them, but are working with them to attain the vision, the goal, the objective of the organization. But then it does take a very large person at the top to be able to have Mm. that capacity to say, I'm not just about making money. I'm just not about making a better product, but I'm really about bringing the people along with me. And I would love people to rise to the occasion great influences in our nation to say, you know, maybe we should just test the theory. Maybe we should just come to another way of leading our people. Is there, we've got about a minute to go, is is there an example of, of, you know, a company, an organization, a person uh, that has done just that and we, we can see the results as a result of it? Most definitely. The organization we're associated with, which is a health and beauty company called Unique, it is the fundamental purpose of our vision, we say we create life-changing opportunities every single day for every single human being. And I really believe, and I would love you to, to do an interview actually on the organization to show you the, what happens when a culture is shifted to such a degree that people have a sense of purpose when they walk in every single day and they know it goes beyond just doing a job. It's amazing the loyalty. It's amazing the buy-in. It's amazing the connectedness and coming together. So yes, and I believe that's just one of them. I, I think there are many organizations. Okay, got that. Well, place. feel free to tweet some of the information about the company you're involved in so I could share that anyway just, and with some existing insights you've shared and maybe new ones that you quite haven't got to. So we can certainly share that too. Angelique Dutour, I appreciate your time, okay? And you can follow her on Twitter. She's an author, speaker, and a brand ambassador for Anik, and that's the company she made reference to. So there you are. You need to ultimately internalize it so you can have that external impact as well. That's part of the innovative thinking that we want to emphasize and amplify every night here from just beyond 9.30. Okay, Josie Dark is up next.